Hey there, I'm Matt Tommy, and over the last 10 years, I've helped thousands of Christian artists all over the world start thriving spiritually, artistically, and in the marketplace, while at the same time building my own super successful art business. If you're ready to bust through the roadblocks that have held you back for years, create the work you love, and really live the life you know God created you to live in His kingdom, then you're in the right place, my friend. Now, with over a half a million downloads, you're listening to the Thriving Christian Artist Podcast. Well, hey, my friend, welcome to the podcast today. You know, one of the things I love doing as an artist and an entrepreneur is learning from people who are not artists, <laughs> because I think, especially in the business realm, uh, having other people's history, having their experience, having the wealth of knowledge that's in them, not doing art, but doing business in other ways really helps to give me a different perspective on what God's called me to do um, as an artist and as a creative Today's guest is actually a guy uh, who I've known for quite a while, uh, Don Long. Uh, Don is the husband of a great artist friend of mine, Cindy Long, who some of you may know, um, who's come to our conferences over the years and all this kind of stuff. Just it's neat how the Lord weaves our our story together. And um, Don has this great, great history of not only being a serial entrepreneur, but also um, being somebody that leads others, coaches others in their business success, has sold a couple of businesses for millions of dollars, and uh, just has a really, really great um, understanding of not only how business works and how sales works, but also how the kingdom of God works and things we can do uh, as artists to begin to step into those things. Now, we're going to be talking today primarily about sales and relationship building and things that we can do um, in the process of, of building our business to really, really make a difference. And I think you're going to love this interview uh, with Don. So I'm going to get out of the way. Uh, here's my friend Don Long. And remember, you can get all of his books and all the resources that Don has, uh, just like normal, down in the show notes here on the podcast. All right, here's Don. Well, hey, my friend, I'm so glad that you're with me on the podcast today. Super excited to bring you a friend of mine, Don Long, who is not only a business guy extraordinaire for many years, but also just a kingdom person through and through that really gets this connection of business and what God's doing in the kingdom. Don, so glad that you're here with me, man. Welcome. That is exciting to be here with you and your audience and uh, just look forward to unpacking hopefully some answers people are looking for today on the podcast. Absolutely. You know, as we were coming on today, we were kind of reminiscing a little bit. Your wife, Cindy, and I have known each other for a lot of years. She is an incredible artist. We've met several times through the years, but never had a chance to connect like this. And uh, it's just so great to hear your story. I wanted to bring our listeners into that. Give them a little thumbnail sketch of, of what your life has looked like the last 30 plus years in business. Okay. Uh, basically, over the last 30 years, I either founded or co-founded six different businesses. And the majority of those, four of them were smaller endeavors, probably 500 grand uh, a year or less endeavors. And out of the uh, out of the six, two of them became multi-million dollar companies. Um, one of them I sold in the early 2000s. And then the next one I built up until 2003. 18 and it built into the top 1000 companies in the United States in our in our particular genre of business so we were in the top 1% of the companies we competed against all over the United States and primarily our market was in North Carolina from uh the Charlotte area back to the Raleigh Durham market that's where I live and so out of that I I really had gotten to um I really wasn't thinking about selling my business to be honest with you I I'd started writing my first book which is on sales 
a uh, friend of mine. I don't know if you know Owen, but he's a, he was a worship leader at a church here locally, and uh, he started his own business. I'll tell you a little bit of that story. Maybe that'll, that'll kind of lead into some of this, yeah. but uh, he uh, he didn't think he could sell because he's kind of a left brain. Uh, you know, musician, musician type. He's a, he's a world-class lighting guy. He could do right. lighting for Led Zeppelin, you know, like he's that wow. good. Right. And so he's really good at what he does, but he was starting as an online business. And um, cause he's my friend, he'd been my friend for eight or 10 years. We met over coffee and uh, he said, I don't, I don't know how to sell. And I'm like, selling is just building relationship. It's not right. really, you know, it's not really that. And so what I did is I took my iPhone and I started thinking, I said, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to think about the, the top 15 things that we've done over the last 30 years in the companies. And I'm going to record them on like 20, 30 minute voice memos, kind of like a Ted talk. And right. I'll send them to you and you can just do it. Well, I started doing that. And within six weeks of doing that, his business exploded and he had he, he had too many clients. In six weeks. <laughs> and uh, so then he came into the coffee shop where they said, you need to write this book and get it out there for other people who don't know how to sell or don't think they know how. You know, yeah. and so that was kind of a cool success story. So when that happened, I started really kind of envisioning maybe doing some more business consulting and coaching with people. And I love the kingdom and I love, uh, you know, love people to uh, prosper. And they kind of just, that's been my world. My life's mainly been in business. My wife, she tiptoes through the tulips like most artists do. And I, I'm the business person in the household. <laughs> so, you know, <laughs> but anyways, uh, that's kind of my story uh, in a nutshell. I love it. I love it. You know, my introduction to sales, I have to kind of say I relate to that guy. I, you know, after being in ministry and being an artist, and then I had my own marketing company for a number of years in Atlanta. So um, I always leaned on memories of my granddad. My granddad was like a salesman extraordinaire uh, in insurance for years and years and years. This was in middle Georgia. I can remember he and my dad who took over his business. Um, they would ride around middle and South Georgia. And I would be like, Daddy, what did y'all do today with Papa? He said, well, he said, we just went around and, and visited people. We just went around and sat on the porch and we went and saw this man in his business and we ate peanuts and threw them on the floor and all this. And I was just like, I don't, what is this, this thing of just going around and visiting people? But I realized that more than a great salesperson, my granddad was a great connector. And as I began to adopt that in my own life of just listen, putting relationship first and realizing that the sales are the fruit of relationship, all of a sudden that really started transforming my business and the way we do things. And so I, I want to ask you, I guess, as we lean into this with artists today and folks that are kind of coming into this maybe for the first time and that sort of thing, so many people are, you know, easy prey, if you will, for sell your work online and, you know, uh, this trick and this fad and this sort of thing. And I'm just kind of, a, you know, I'm open to all the technology and we use it in our business every day. But at the end of the day, Don, sales is about connection and relationship, isn't it? Absolutely. I, absolutely. I have um, where you kind of was just kidding with you because one of the things that I cover in uh, the Seller Don't Eat book is there's one on rapport. And mm. rapport really is really all people prefer others reflecting themselves back to them. That's what mm. rapport stands for. And what I started teaching when I when I when I came to this realization in the last company that I ran, it was it was probably 14 years ago. And and what I started teaching all of my team because we had many 
uh, quote unquote salespeople. They weren't necessarily salespeople, but some of them were account managers. Right. So they managed a book of business. So they did sell work. And so I had probably, oh, I don't know, eight, 10, maybe even up to 12 people when I sold the company that were technically not all called salespeople, but they'd sold. And so what I started, what I got out of that was that really all people want to be communicated to the way they want to receive communication. Mm. And if you can learn to do that and the way I, the way I solidified this and I can give your uh, listeners a really something they can do on their own is, is take a simple disc test. And I love it because I use this to teach all of the students that I have. I, I, they are required to take a simple disc test, even if they've already taken one, because yeah. I want to see the results. And this is what I did with Owen, uh, the guy I was telling you about. And so what happened is, is that he, uh, I have like a seven step system that kind of come out of the blueprint of God. One of the, it's not in my sales book. It's actually in the, the blueprint of God book that I wrote. And what ended up happening is that I started talking to him about his desires and I started in his dreams and I started talking to him about his strengths. Yeah. And those are the first two steps. And once he found his desires and that he actually had the ability, the strength that God had already put down inside of him to manifest them. He went crazy and just started taking a lot of action and his business exploded within a six week period of time. And it was just it was amazing to me to watch. I knew the things worked because I'd been running companies for years with them. But it's amazing when I coach someone outside of my own company and it's just they just they believed exactly what I said. He just listened to what I said and went and did it. And it just transformed his life. And, um, you know, the 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 key to sales. it's just what your grandfather taught you through his right. actions. <laughs> right. There's no deeper way to get sales right. thing to deep this connection you get with people. Right, right. And whether that's online or whether that's in person or an art show or going by and, you know, I still do that when I'm going to be in an area where I'm in a gallery or somebody's a, a client of mine, I'll call them up and say, hey, I'm going to be in the area. Can I just stop by? And I'm always amazed at the difference um, that makes. But I was you know, one of the things is you were you were talking, I'm thinking about our mentoring program and, you know, the transformation that we see all the time with people. And so many times I think it's people feeling like they finally have permission to be the person that God created them to be. Because yeah. I've just found over the years, it's really hard for people to build relationships, especially in a sales environment, without that confidence. Mm-hmm. And our confidence, we know, comes from the Lord and our identity in Him. But if we've spend our whole life doubting the design of God in our life, then when it comes to sharing that uniqueness and sharing that design, we're kind of behind the eight ball. So talk about that whole confidence and rapport thing, because I, I just see a really strong connection in that. Yeah. The the, the whole thing is it is this really, I want to go back to the disc test. Yeah. But let's say that in the disc model, and if you're uh, the people listening, some of them don't understand it. it you can just go online. I think a, a, a just an average test costs twenty or thirty bucks. You ought to take it. And yeah. what it, what I what it ended up telling you is, let's just say that you're an I, for instance, in the disc. Well, you'll get a list of information about you. And if you're prophetic at all, or you don't even have to be prophetic, you're just going to read your mail. Right. You're going to think, how do these people know this about me? You know, <laughs> you're, going to, you're going to be shocked. And it gives you a list of your strengths. It also gives you a list of your weaknesses so you know what happens when you're under pressure. And yeah. that's the only reason you need to focus on that. You should focus only on your strengths because that's the way the Lord made you. The perfect part of that test is the perfection that he made you is your strengths. That's good. That is the perfection from the Lord. So what happens is if you're an I, 
You want to study the other three because that's only one fourth of humanity, basically. Yeah. And uh, and you'll be primarily one and secondarily some of the others. So you do have parts of all of them in you because we come from two parents, you know, two sure, sets sure. of parents and grandparents, so on and so forth. But what ends up happening is you want to get comfortable with the way you are. Just who you are. Yeah. That you're fearfully and wonderfully made and right. that you are powerful person and you're confident in who Christ made you first. Yeah. When yeah. you start exuding that and then realizing the other three uh, communication styles, we'll call them, right? knowing what they are. So when I go in a room, I know within 60 to 120 seconds who I'm talking to. Mm. I know by the mannerisms. I know by the tone. I know by how the, whether they're fast or slow uh, speaking. Uh, I know by the way they hold themselves because all this can be, this is all learned stuff that anyone can learn. Sure. And this is about, because sales is really about communicating and connecting, right? Yeah. It's not about sales. Right. You're not buying. We're connecting. Right. And that's the way people should look at it. And right. so when that happens naturally, because you know who you are, that's the, that's the key is your identity is key. You have to know who you are. And then when you know who you are, when you go in the room, you understand that maybe you're talking to Mr. C or Miss C. And you know that they like to be communicated this way. Remember, the, the, the premise is everyone wants to receive communication the way they want to be communicated to, not necessarily the way you communicate. Yeah, yeah. That's and when so you good. get that, I mean, if you raise kids, you you figured this out. That's right. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> Can't talk to one the way you do the other. Well, right? yeah, because yeah. it's like I got two daughters. And uh, you would think they come from the same two parents. And they are night and day, dude. I was like, I, it's like, I talk, did they come out of the same parents? You know, is what you think thinking when you're raising them, right? But that just goes back to the God factor in them, if you will. And that everyone has, whether people recognize it or not, and most of your uh, listeners will get this. Everyone has a God factor because yeah. every every human comes from God, yeah. no matter whether they believe it or not. And that God factor is the way they want to receive communication. So if you could figure that out just by a simple disk test, then you're so far ahead of 90% of people because you understand and you get better at this. And, you know, like uh, some of the prophetic people, I consider myself prophetic. I, it's, some of it's easier for me to pick up on. But if you do it enough, even a bond hog can find an acre and everything. That's right. You'll learn the style. You'll right. learn, hey, I'm talking to Matt. He's a high eye. I need to move a little faster. I need to I need to be a little bit more animated. Or I'm talking to Stevens, one of my best friends. He's a C. And C's are monotone, and but they are very meticulous, and they are very to the point, and they, they want all the facts. So if yeah. you go in there and you're an eye, and you bring your eyeness in there, you probably just offended it. Earn him off, right? <laughs> <laughs> you know, so it's really, it's not really that complicated. And I think that if people can just get the whole rapport piece, which is where we started, that really all people prefer others reflecting themselves back to them. Yeah. Well, and you, I love that, that because I think it's, I think I heard about this kind of thing years ago with somebody says like mirroring, you know, when you want to kind of mirror what yep. the, the energy or the, you know, how people are coming to you. And I, yep. I've just, I think intuitively over the years, one of the things that's helped me sell is that I've just always been a great people watcher intuitively and watch it. And I, I try to teach people that in our mentoring program, you know, as well. I'm like, when you're at a show, watch how people are interacting, watch how they're coming up to your booth. When people are online, 
watch how they're interacting with you because they'll give you the clues, just like you're saying, mm -hmm. um, of, of how to, you know, interact you know, with them. So, well, Don, I love one of the things I was, as I was browsing your book, um, you know, selling from the soul and, you know, this, just this whole idea of really selling based in connection, you had this great acronym uh, of work, W-O-R-K. And I love that because let me just kind of set this up for you. I think and you've seen this. A lot of people, business owners, artists, whoever, that feel like, okay, I've got this design. Yes. And now God's given me an idea for my business. They feel like that when God gives them that promise or God gives them that vision that somehow it's just going to come down from the heavens in finished format and it's going to just be presented to them. I remember Ray Hughes told me years ago, he said, you know, uh, <laughs> visions from God are kind of like diamonds in a lump of coal. You know, yeah. there's a lot of chipping and polishing and shining that's got to be done before that thing will, will come out. I think that's what the way I think about your work acronym. So talk about this idea of the connection between having a vision from God, having a vision for a company and making a living from your art or whatever it is that God's called you to do, and then actually seeing that happen. Yeah. So it's really simple. And then we'll bring it with your audience. We'll get this faith without works is dead. Yeah. And faith speaks of action. And um, so one of the mentors I had early on in my life, actually in the early 80s, he did a talk and I, I, I kind of took the work thing from him. He did a talk and it was it was called W-O-R-K. It had periods after each letter. Yeah. And this is where I came up with that because it so impacted me. And I grew up on a farm uh, as well, a family farm when I was little. So I knew about work. And what I realized is, is that uh and I've taught this to my daughter since probably my youngest was in diapers because I started really understanding this is the way to tell people how to do this. So life is about who you become, not what you gain. Mm. And so if you'll start, if you go and take action with the design you have, with the piece of art you developed, with the business you're developing, and you go apply yourself and get that art piece in front of enough people, someone is going to connect with it and they're going to buy it. But right. if you set and wait for people to come to you, and wait, you know, then you're going to get what all people that wait for. Right. Do. And usually right. that's nothing in business. You, it's not the same in the kingdom. The kingdom, there are times where you wait. But in business, you have to take action. Right. And really, the, the work piece for me is you don't have control over a lot of things in life. We ought to, you know, this past 2020 has shown us how much control we have over sure. our lives with all the stuff that's went on. But you have control over the, your actions. You can decide you're going to sow seed, which is taking action. You can yeah. decide that you can go apply yourself and get in front of enough people. And this is how I built every business is I made a list. And, and I don't know how your world works with that, but you want to have enough clients. You want to build enough clients. So there's always someone interested in your work. Yeah, sure. And it's really as simple as that. And then you you go and keep building the relationships like your grandfather did. We're just going to go out and visit with people and you go to your shows and you show up at the places that you show your art. However, that works in your world and you do that enough. And what happens is you start just like what happened with your business when you were doing primarily art, you, people started coming to you. You right. started attracting and drawing the clients that you did. Why? Because you worked hard first. Yep. You released your faith through your works. And this is what James says. You show me, you can't have faith without works is basically what he's saying. He said, I will show you my faith through my works. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. And, and so what happens is, is that when I'm working, I'm moving with the creator, I'm moving yeah. with God. 
because God is moving, dude. Let me tell you something. The, the universe has not stopped creating, and it's been running at 86,000 miles per second since he spoke light into existence. <laughs> That's right. And so you're talking about busy. I think people are going to be shocked when they get to heaven. Heaven's going to be a really busy place. What do creators do? They create. <laughs> Hello. You know, and this is what's so fun about what we're doing here and the people that are getting listened to this. Just be your creative self. You don't yeah. have to be Matt Tommy or you don't have to be whatever other person you think. It's okay to have mentoring. And I'm big on mentoring, but really, I love mentoring people nowadays. And I always remind them of who they are. Yeah. Because if I can remind them of who they are, the greatness that God made them to be is what they should lean into. Because I'm not going to be always be there. I have a professional athlete, or he, he's not a professional athlete now, but one of he's a young guy. He is a kingdom guy, and I mentor him. And he's like, if I tell him to jump off the roof, he's jumping off the roof. <laughs> I mean, he's just like he's in, you know, and he believes. And it's like it's so good to get around people like that. But he is business is exploding. But what I talk, what I continually point him to. Is that pre-wired greatness that God put in you before you were yeah. born. Yeah. If you connect to that, and this is probably what a lot of your work revolves around, is the transformational factor. That's right. Because so much of the questions we're asking have to do with that first, and that's the part of becoming. Remember, you become and gain attracts to you. Mm. This is the way God created. He said the blessings will run you down. If you're having to run them down, you haven't become yet. That's That's good. We ought to play that one again. If you if you're having, <laughs> like you're trying to because because that's where Don I think, and, and I know a lot of people are probably thinking this. That's the balance or, or, or the difference between walking with the Holy Spirit in your design under the grace of God versus what m- many people would call striving, which is you trying to gin it up and do it all yourself. And striving just by its very nature comes out of you trying to do it, not cooperating mm. with the Holy Spirit as your guide. You just trying to make it happen yourself, and um, that's something I think we all have to learn that that difference, right? <laughs> well, you know, Paul Paul makes this crazy statement. He said, "I am what I am mm. by the grace of God." Yeah, and that grace was not wasted on me in vain, but I outworked them all. Mm. Read it yourself. You know who he was talking about? I outworked all the other apostles. Yeah, yeah. That's who he was measuring. He got out there and shook a leg and got with it, didn't he? Hey, he said, I outworked them all, yet not I, but the grace of God that was within me. And if you read that and you tie it over to Romans chapter 12, where it says that everyone was given a measure of faith or the measure of faith or a measure of faith. But out of that measure of faith, there's a grace or a gifting in it. Mm. See, grace is the thing that God can do through you that you can't do without it. And then there's a gifting or talent and ability, which comes out of the seal of perfection. I talk about this in the blueprint of God, the seal of perfection, which is your gift, talents, and abilities, and the DNA of the father that sits right beside it. And those two things, actually, when they, when they merge, it's like a hybrid. It's like this exponential explosion that manifests not only his will, but yours. Mm, See, he wants you to have your desires. That's right. And your dreams. I mean, this is a, he's a good father, right? So right. it's like, dude, it's like, dude, he, you, you know, we're, we're the cake and, and get the icing and eat it too. The whole crowd. thing. <laughs> yeah. And so, but, but it does take us stepping into 
that grace, which is what you talked about, the leadership of the Holy Spirit, and then working as unto the Lord. Because right. Paul makes a statement, and I don't, I've never heard it preached on. I've never heard any preacher said, I outworked work, I all the other preachers. Yeah. Well, that's what Paul said. You can't take, that's not out of context. That's exactly what he's talking about. Yeah. But he goes back to, it's the grace of God and the gift of God inside of me that causes this exponential faith to take on the works that I'm supposed to do. And I think that's the key for you, for the people listening is that, you know, you probably don't have to talk them into being an artist. Yeah, <laughs> <Hopefully. exactly. laughs> they already know they burn for that. They already know they're alive for that. And now they just have to figure out how do I take this aliveness, knowing who I am and live out the grace and the gifting of God on my life in front of enough people where people are drawn to my art. That's so good. That's so good. Don, I know folks are going to want to grab your books because they're full of gold, just like this this interview is. Where's the best place that folks can connect with you as they're wanting to kind of continue that journey and hear other things, that, other great things you got? Yeah, so the easiest way is uh, uh, my website's donwlong.com, www.donwlong.com. And then I have an email if they want to reach out to me. It's coaching at donwlong.com, coaching at donwlong.com. All of my books are on my website. And I will tell you, there is a, uh, this would help them. I did a yep. 24 minute, um, it's a free gift. They go on my website, uh, there's a 24, it says free training, I think in the top right corner, when you click on it, click on it. And it's uh, about your blueprint. I go through nice. the seven steps that are in the blueprint It's 24 minutes. And it kind of walks through the seven steps that I use when I coach people. And there's, I mean, there's plenty of information in those 24 minutes that, uh, you know, obviously if people want to reach out to me, they can, but, but uh, the free gift there is, is, is for you. And all of my books are on the website. You can click on them and order them from there. That's great. Well, Don, what a joy to have you on today. I know it's been a big, big encouragement and I just love reconnecting with you, man, and hearing your heart. So thanks yeah. so much for being on. Absolutely. I really enjoyed it and look, look forward to being with you in the future. Absolutely. Hey, thanks so much for spending a few minutes with me today on the podcast. Listen, I hope it's been a huge encouragement to you on your journey as an artist. Hey, also, before you leave, make sure to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss any of the other episodes of the Thriving Christian Artist Podcast. And also, be sure to connect with me on Facebook, Instagram, or at my website, which is matttommymentoring.com. Until next time, remember, you were created to thrive. Bye-bye.